Well, folks, it's going to be a little bit different this morning. This is going to be a little more unusual service than we usually have. We're headed for an altar call today. We're headed for an altar call. The emphasis is on the altar call. So if you respond to the altar call, it could be that multitudes of things can happen in the lives of many, many people, and they can leave here feeling refreshed and feeling victory over things that have weighed them down for a long, long time. But if you don't respond, it's probably not very much going to happen. So it's pretty well up to you. But I've got the mind of Christ on this, and I know it. I've prayed about it long enough. So we're heading in that direction. I'm just giving you a heads up on it. And I'm just saying when you have an opportunity to respond to the altar call, do it. So I'm expecting a lot of spiritual warfare to be in here this morning because the devil doesn't like for you to get anything from the Lord. How many have realized every time you try to do something for God, there's always opposition? The enemy doesn't like it when you are going to get something from God or when you're going to do something for God. He shows up and he tries to uh, bring as much distraction as he can. He tries to block you from what could be uh, a great day for you. So just don't let him do that. Don't let him do that. Don't let him uh, keep you from God's best for you this morning. Praise God. So when you have that opportunity, come on down. Determine to resist the devil and press through. Cast everything aside and get what you need from the Lord. If Satan tries so hard to hinder you, it's because he knows something's going to (laughs) happen. And so if you just play along with him, you're just going to miss out. But if you resist him and press on through, praise God, you'll be able to get what God intends for you to have this morning. In fact, I think it might be a good idea for us just to pray right now uh, and just come against the devil. How many believe we need to come against the devil sometime? Hey, let's just do a preemptive strike. I was in the military for six and a half years, and and there's what we call preemptive strikes. When you're expecting your enemy to strike you, sometimes the best way to do it is just to hit him first. Praise God. So let's let's stand together and let's come against the devil. Let's pray for a spirit of liberty and freedom and boldness in here today. And for us just to get on in and press on in and get what God wants us to have, okay? So let's just pray together right now. Let's come against the enemy. Father, in Jesus' name, we bind the devil right now. We come against him in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the risen Lord, the King of kings and and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. The one who came forth victorious from the grave on, on the third day with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And he said, I've given you power over all all the power of the enemy. So, Lord, we're just coming right now to you. We're believing, Lord, that you're going to just bind the devil. Lord, send mighty warrior angels to surround this place.
place and fill this place and turn aside every demonic force that tries to come in here and hinder people from getting what they want from God. Lord, we're believing it in Jesus' holy name. And that name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, everything in heaven and earth shall bow and confess that He is Lord. And that includes what's under the earth. So God, we're just believing You to give a great... uh, binding of Satan this morning and loose a spirit of freedom and liberty, Lord, so you can accomplish all you desire to accomplish in every heart and life here. And we're going to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for it. We ask it in Jesus' name and everybody said, Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. I've worked and medicated on this message for a uh, couple of weeks now, uh, I've studied and made a whole lot of notes and uh, read what other people have to say about what I'm going to be preaching on, and uh, I'd kind of planned on having an expository message, but it just hadn't worked that way, and so I had a chance to get a lot of praying in yesterday. So I'd been praying for an hour or so, and, and the Lord just kind of reversed stream on me. And I, I got a lot of study, learned a lot of stuff, but I'm probably not going to bring any of that out today. But the Lord just started putting stuff in my heart, and so I just ruled out a, a new message. It's not a long one, but uh, I'm going to preach what the Lord gave me in prayer, and so uh, none of that other stuff went to waste. It'll preach later, but uh, I'm going to do it this way today. I'm going to be preaching and exhorting like an old-time Pentecostal preacher this morning. I'm not even going to be preaching like I usually preach, so I'm going to try to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and do it like God wants it done. How many believe if we do it like God wants it done, it'll work? Just ask David about moving the ark if you don't need, if you don't think you need to do it like God wants it done. And you can look that up and figure that out for yourself later. So I'm telling you what, folks, we need to follow uh, what the Lord wants instead of what we want, and it'll work. So I'm just going to be preaching it this way this morning. I'm trying to do it the way the Lord wants me to and is leading me to. So, uh, uh, I might be prone to wander a little bit this morning. I may even wander up and down the stairs. I don't know. I may wander up and down the aisle. I don't know. But I'm not going to say that I'm not going to. And I'm warning the camera people because we're live streaming this service that they're going to have to keep up with me if I start wondering, okay? So we're going to get into this this morning. Praise God. So if you got your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 11. Remember, we're heading to the altar call this morning. Heading to the altar call this morning. Matthew chapter 11, verse 25, down through the end of the chapter. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent, and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. 
All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Christ is our burden bearer. Christ is our burden bearer. When we're bared, when we're just uh, loaded up with burden and bared and breaking and bending and, and unable to carry it, remember Christ is our burden bearer. We carry around all kinds of things that we weren't designed to carry. He is equipped and he knows how to carry him for us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Folks, you weren't made to carry all this stuff. You weren't designed to do it. But he is. He can. And he will. Hallelujah. Because he is our burden bearer. Praise God. Glory to God. First, we have an open invitation. Come to me. Hallelujah. Come to me. Praise God. He's inviting us to come. He's saying, if you've got a problem, if you've got something, if you've got something bearing down on you, burdening you down and weighing you down, come to me. Hallelujah. It's an open invitation. When the temple veil was rent from top to bottom when, at the cross when, when he was crucified, when the temple was, that veil was rent from top to bottom, that was a sign to us that we now have open access into the presence of God anytime, any place we want it. Hallelujah. When he says, come unto me, he means come unto me. Praise God. Anytime. Doesn't matter. At 3 o'clock in the morning, if you've got a problem, he's right there. There's people, it wouldn't be a good thing to call at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> It wouldn't be a good thing to show up at somebody's house even though they invited you without calling, making sure it's okay first. You know, people say, hey, y'all come over anytime. They don't really mean that. <laughs> show up 2 o'clock in the morning by on the door. Hey, you said come over anytime. Here I am. Well, no, that's not... That's not what they mean. They mean, you know, we want to get together again. That's really what they mean. We want to get together again. We'll arrange a time and, and get together again. Jesus is not saying, no, y'all come. But we, he, we don't need an invitation. We don't need any prior notice. We don't need, it doesn't matter what time, day, night, whenever we show up. He said, come unto me. And he meant it. Praise God. We have an open invitation to come to Him. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If we don't bring our burdens to Him, He can't carry them for us. If we don't bring our burdens to Him, He can't carry them for us. But He is willing and He is able and He has given us an open invitation to come. So it's up to us to follow that invitation and come. 
He bore our sins on the cross so we could all be saved. He bore our sins on the cross so we could all be saved. My sins, your sins, the sins of the entire world were laid on Jesus. You know, in the garden when he was, when he was praying, sweating great drops of blood because he knew Calvary was right there, his, his time to go to the cross was there, it wasn't the pain of the crucifixion, the physical pain that he was dreading. That wasn't what was, was causing Jesus to pray and say, Father, if you can, take this cup from me. And he prayed that several times, you know. And he asked his disciples to pray with him because he was under a tremendously heavy burden. And what he was doing was he was seeing the sinless Christ taking on all the sin of the world. Just think about that. All the sin of the world. From Adam's first sin, Adam and Eve, when they first sinned, all the way to as long as God allows mankind to inhabit this planet and exist in this state, he took all those sins and bore them to the cross for us that we might be saved. Why in the world would you walk around with a load of sin that's weighing you down and eventually going to weigh you all the way into hell? Why in the world would you do that when he's already borne that burden for you? Come and cast it on him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. He bore our sicknesses and diseases at Calvary. All kinds of sickness and disease, including emotional and even mental. We, we look at people and we think, boy, there's really something wrong with them because they had a mental breakdown. Well, there's something wrong with you because you caught a cold. <laughs> you know, hey, we've all been sick. And there's a stigma goes along with some kind of sickness. But remember, he bore our sicknesses at Calvary. Hallelujah. Come to him. Bring it to Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. He bore our sicknesses and diseases. So bring that burden to him. There's all kinds of things that burden us down. Uh, there's just a lot of them. We'll go through a few of them. Fear, worry, anxiety. They can become a burden that we can't hardly bear. It can become a load on you. It can be something that just weighs you down. It can just weigh you down to the point you can't even move. Have you ever been frozen in fear? Have you ever been frozen in fear? I've been frozen in fear. I've been, I was in a tornado when I was in the, well, sixth or seventh grade. I don't know. I was maybe uh, 11, 12 years old. And I'd been to the movie. In Drumright, Oklahoma. And I'd walked home from the movie. And it had been lightning and thundering, but it, it had let up. And so I walked home. It wasn't raining. But it, it was still, uh, the storm was, was kind of over. But it was, you know, still there. It just wasn't at that moment doing anything. And just as I got into the house, it began to pour down rain and hail. In, a, in just a little while, we began to hear something sound like a freight train off in the distance. And it got louder and louder and louder and louder. And we figured out 
uh, you know, it didn't have to, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out it was a tornado, and it was getting so loud, we knew it was getting close. So we waited and waited, and then we decided we had kind of a little root cellar back underneath the house. Uh, it, it wasn't really a real cellar, it just mom put some uh, uh, canned goods and stuff down there, stuff she canned, and uh, but it was it was about three quarters underground anyway. So we opened the back door and we're going to head down the steps and and get in that little room. And just as we opened the door, a tree, roots and all, big tree, come flying across, just missed our house and hit the garage, which was separate. And so we decided it wasn't. <laughs> we'd waited too late to do that. <laughs> so we came back in, fell on the kitchen floor. And I'm right next to my sister, and my sister is screaming her lungs out. And I'm next to the refrigerator. And I'm telling you what, I've never been so scared in all my life. And that thing got so loud, I couldn't even hear my sister screaming in my ear. And I was just frozen in fear. And folks, fear can become a burden that just pushes you to the point to where you can't even move. Anxiety, worry, it can become a terrible, terrible burden. I'll go on with that story just to tell you an interesting part. I was next to the refrigerator, and if you ever noticed the refrigerator bottoms only about that far off the floor? Well, I couldn't understand why I couldn't crawl under the refrigerator <laughs> because I was, I was trying to when I could move and it, I just couldn't get under there. Anyway, there was a big explosion and part of our house was blown away and a bunch of the bleachers from the football stands went through the house. But we were, not one window in that kitchen was broken and not one piece of wood fell in that kitchen. Hand of God was on us. But folks, fear and anxiety and worry, those kind of things, they can become a tremendous burden that just weights us down terribly. Hatred, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness toward others. We weren't designed to carry these things. They'll weigh us down completely. Folks, all that stuff in your heart, it'll eat you up like a cancer. It'll eat you up like a cancer. I've seen people literally eaten alive by hate and resentment. Hard feelings toward people refusing to forgive. Folks, that's a burden we don't need to carry. We need to bring it to Jesus. He said, come unto me. So we need to come to him. We need to bring it to him. We can be burdened down with guilt, condemnation, and shame. Folks, a lot of people are really burdened down with guilt. They know what they've done. They know. They've been tremendously condemned over what up they've done, and, and they are so ashamed of what they've done, and it can become a burden. And the devil will use that against you. The devil loves to beat you over the head with it. You know, when you've done something wrong, the devil will just beat you, beat you, beat you, beat you, beat you to death over it. And folks, I'm telling you, that's a burden. It just, we just not, we're not designed to carry that. Jesus said, forgive. 
He said, forgive. It doesn't matter whether it was their fault, your fault, whose fault. Just forgive. Forgive as he forgave. He forgave, and we deserved what we got, but he forgave us anyway. You realize that? We didn't deserve any of this. God exercised grace toward us, and he forgave us. Even the people that just nailed Jesus on the cross, on the cross, he's saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. How about you? How about you? Is that unforgiveness in your heart? Has it become a burden to you? We're not made to carry that, friend. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to Jesus. Financial reversals. Drive, loss, debt, lack. How many's ever been in debt before? <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking just sewing for a car. I'm talking about in debt where you, you're having to try to do a juggling act every month to figure out how to keep the bill collector away. You know, you'll pay this one, skip that one, pay that one, skip this one. I've been there, been there, done that. Uh, I've been to where I didn't know where the next meal was going to come from. Been to where I didn't know what tomorrow was going to hold. I just, I was just totally and and completely bogged down and burdened down with debt and lack. And right now, folks, there's a lot of people who've lost their jobs. There's a lot of people who are hurting financially right now. It's becoming a real burden for them to bear. I'm telling you, Jesus said, come unto me, bring it to me. I'm your burden bearer. Bring it to Jesus. Relational issues brought on by divorce, separation, and rejection or breakup. Man, that becomes a tremendous burden for people to bear. Oh, man. Lots and lots of people are suffering in that area. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to Jesus. Death. The loss of a loved one. That can become a great burden to bear. Folks. Some people, I mean, grief is normal. How many realize God made the grief process? He built the grief process into us. And he expects us to grieve. It's normal to grieve. But if you get stuck in that, if you get possessed by that, to where you can't go on and live life because of the loss, then it's becoming a burden. It's gone beyond grief. It's gone into something else the enemy is using just to put a great burden on you. So you need, you need to come to a place to where you just bring that to the Lord and let Him have it. Facing death. I'm 77. In fact, in August, I'm going to be 78. I'm living on borrowed time already. I think we're only promised 70, 75 years in the Bible, and here I am. I'm still here. Still sucking air. <laughs> but I can't predict how much longer I'm going to be here. I hope a long time, but who knows? You know, I do know stuff's wearing out. <laughs> Metal knee in that one. Not yet, but I need it. <laughs> Hearing aids, glasses. Half teeth gone, not long till we're going to have to have some spare teeth. Yeah. Stuff doesn't last forever. We're not made to last forever. But folks, I tell you what, we can develop a fear of death that becomes a real burden. 
Now, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not, I'm not wanting to go up on the next train or plane or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm not volunteering. Okay, Lord, take me. Go ahead and take me. But I'm ready to go. Uh, I'll just wait till that time comes. But I shouldn't fear that. It shouldn't be something that, that becomes a bondage to me. It shouldn't be something that becomes a real burden to me. Because it's been appointed to us once to die. How many knows you are going to die? Unless the rapture takes place first. That's the only hope you got of cheating death, is to be alive when the rapture takes place. The rest of us are going to go by way of the grave, and uh, that's just the way it is. You know why that happened? Because we blew it in the garden. Death wasn't around. Did you know that Adam and Eve were immortal? They would have never died because sin is what brought death. The wages of sin is death. So if you don't sin, you don't owe any wages, so you don't die. Jesus, why he said, why could he say, I'm giving my life up for you? Because he didn't sin. Therefore, death had no claim on him. But he voluntarily gave up his life that we might live. Hallelujah. Bring that burden to the Lord. Defeat and failure can become a burden that's hard to carry. Folks, man, I fail. I, I miserably fail sometimes. I've so disappointed myself and other people sometimes. How many's ever done that? Lord, forgive all these liars out here. <laughs> everybody's done that at one time or another. It may not have been a big one, but it was a failure. Folks, how many have been defeated? I played on the Drumlite High School football team, so I know what defeat is. <laughs> My senior year, we finally won four games in one year, and we were just absolutely almost given a parade. <laughs> because normally one was a good year. It was a basketball town. <laughs> I know what defeat is. I know what failure is. And I know how that can become a tremendous burden. Folks, there is no do-overs. You can't go back and do anything about it. How many realize you can't change the past? You can't change what's already happened. But you can bring it to Jesus. If it's become a burden, you can bring it to Jesus. Praise God. Glory to God. Oh, the list goes on and on and on and on. But he is our burden bearer. He's willing and able to carry our burdens. He's invited us to come anytime. Open access. Bringing your burdens to the Lord, the song says. And leave it. There, hallelujah, bring your burden to the Lord and leave it there, hallelujah. That's a good song, old one, but it's a good one, especially for what I'm preaching on this morning. Praise God. Glory to God. If we don't come and bring our burdens, he can't carry them. If we don't bring the burden, he can't bear it. So we've got to bring them to the Lord. 
I like what it says in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him because he cares for you. i tell you what, folks, when we have an invitation in just a minute here, you need to come down here and cast that thing on the Lord. Just let him have it. Let him have that burden. Don't leave here with that burden. Don't leave here all bowed down and bent down because you're burdened with something that Jesus has already said, I'm the burden bearer. Folks, do you want rest and peace? You yoke up with Jesus. He said, because my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you'll find rest for your soul. Hallelujah. You can't get soul rest. You can't get soul rest anywhere but Jesus. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that one more time. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Praise team. Come on back up here. Folks, we're going to have an altar call here in a minute. This whole service has been about an altar call. Like I said, if you don't respond, if you don't respond, not much is going to happen. But if you do respond, if you allow the Lord to do something, if you'll come to Jesus with it, he'll take care of it. I believe a lot of people can leave here feeling lighter than they felt in a long, long time because they went and cast that care, that burden on the Lord, and they left it there. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's so good to unload something on the Lord. I've been there, done that. Feels so good, feels so refreshed, feels so light. You feel like a burden's been lifted. How many have ever been a pallbearer? A lot of people have. Everybody in here knows what a pallbearer is, don't you? A pallbearer is a guy that carries Paul in the casket to the grave. No, that's not really it, but anybody I mean to get you have to have help sometime to bear things and, and that dead person ain't going to get over there by themselves they're going to have to have some help they're going to have some Paul bearers and so folks there's times when we just can't bear it we can't do anything about it ourselves but he will bear our burden if we'll just bring it to him hallelujah it's a praise team, and we're going to have a prayer here. And uh, I want the praise team to pray, and we're going to stand right now, if you will, please. And I'm just going to ask you, you just listen to the Holy Spirit. And if He tugs on your heart, remember, if you stay in your seat, and He's tugging on your heart to come down here, we're not going to embarrass anybody. We're just going to pray. We're going to believe Jesus. We're going to believe that we're going to meet the Lord down here and we're going to be able to leave things at this altar and go out of here without them bearing down on us anymore. That's what he said, isn't it? Let's read it again. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Heavy laden. You've got a, you've got a load on you that's heavy. You've got a load on you that's heavy. And he said, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's our burden 
bearer. Heavenly Father, in the name that's above every name, the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, God, right now that people will respond to the Word of God. Lord, that they'll come to Jesus and let Him bear that burden that's bearing on them today. Lord, there's so many different things going on in this congregation in the lives of people. And many of them have become a real burden to them and that's weighing them down. It's just bringing them down, Lord, and they just need to come and dump it at Jesus. They need to come and cast that care, that burden on Him because He cares for us and He's invited us to come anytime, place. And here we have an opportunity to come, Lord. Help us to come and leave that here at this altar and not take it home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.